Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up with Melissa. I can already feel into the energy of this conversation. This is going to be one of my favorites because I'm going to take you back into time. I'm going to take you back to the foundation. And notice how I said foundation and I didn't say basics because this is not basics. What I'm trying to share with you is how to start a spiritual business. What is a spiritual business? And what are the top things that we need to to be on the lookout and that we need to execute. Okay, so let's dive right in. The first thing I want to share is my love for this conversation because when I first started my business about three and a half years ago and I wanted to merge my spiritual gifts, my dharma, my purpose, all of the things that I had come to know about myself and my love for business, I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I want to first start off by defining what is a soul business? What is a spiritual business? What is spiritual entrepreneurship? A lot of the times we use these terms without really understanding the energetic tone, the DNA, and the meaning behind it. And how is it different than just a regular, regular business? Well, here's my opinion. Three and a half years ago when I first started my business, I knew that I wanted to be a business owner, but I knew that I wanted to do it different. I knew that I wanted to include my mission and my dharma and the ways that I wanted to support and hold space for people. And this is why I decided to call it soul entrepreneurship because it is the merge of what your soul calling is. And so You can't start a soul business without you understanding yourself. And that is the number one thing that sticks out in my mind. I can tell you so many other things in terms of the way we market, in terms of the way we share our offering, in terms of the language that we use, in terms of not manipulating people. There's so many things that soul entrepreneurship really ask us to do but the thing that really sticks out is you can't do any of that stuff if you're not on the soul journey which by the way i was having a conversation with my cosmic genius group yesterday and we were talking about being on the path right being on the spiritual path and you know the conversation led to well who is on the spiritual path how do you know you're on it and the thing is is that we're all on a path we're all on the spiritual path you actually can't freaking get off of the path we're all here it's about bringing awareness and noticing where you are on that path it's noticing am i here in the middle am i here in the beginning am i still stuck in the same place so it's just bringing awareness And so part of building your soul business requires you to have that inward experience. And so that inward experience can come in many different ways. It can come in different practices in the forms of Reiki, yoga, meditation, journaling, taking mindfulness walks, mindfully eating, going on a yoga retreat, uh, hiring a life coach, a spiritual business coach. It really just depends, but it really starts with you. And by the way, if you're thinking like, I don't have the money to do that, like it's okay. I didn't have the 
soulful currency in the beginning either and I took myself on that journey I tried as much as I can to rub two pennies you know and collect ten dollars twenty dollars to go to a local workshop I went to free public places where I knew they were having free events oh my god I just caught myself in this like I don't live in New York which is so beautiful because I am currently doing my van life travels and so it's so beautiful to even have that recognition that yes once upon a time when I lived in New York Bryant Park used to have all of these free events and so I would follow them and I would just see that they would have meditation on the lawn and yoga on the park and all of these things where I just put myself out there and so step number one is to be actively seeking the inward experience meaning you're actively trying to understand the self better that is an act that is a revolution and that does take effort and so just know that it's not about you waking up one day and saying oh the light bulb went off I know what I want to do it rarely ever comes from that it comes from trial and tribulation it comes from heartbreak it comes from being uncomfortable it comes from exploring it comes from being curious be motherfucking curious on who you are and what you are meant to do here not everybody's meant to be a business owner by the way okay and so don't force yourself to do something that doesn't feel natural for you that's step one identifying what is a spiritual business and how is it different than a regular business well I'll answer that really quickly and briefly I believe that our soul business is so different than a regular business because a regular business really starts to focus on the product. It starts to focus on, let's say, if you are a sneaker company, it requires you to have a sneaker that you're promoting. It's something that potentially is outside of you that you're selling. And so you don't really got to get too personal. People don't really have to know who you are. They may not ever even know who the CEO is right like think about it who's the CEO of Nike I'm like I don't freaking know right but like I know they have cool sneakers and I know that you know since I was a child I wanted that kind of sneaker because the sneaker was the thing that was being promoted and you didn't really need to know who was behind that when it comes to your soul business ah it is completely different your whole entity your DNA your spirit you are so intertwined with your business which oftentimes is also the place where it makes your business difficult because if you're uncomfortable sharing and exploring who you are you're going to feel very uncomfortable running a soul business because I can tell you this by doing this for three and a half years and helping hundreds of people nobody gives a shit about what's in your kajabi course nobody cares about your workbook nobody cares about how many calls they get with you they don't really care about that they care about do i know you do i feel like i like you do you have something that really can help me do i believe in you do i resonate with your energy and your frequency that's what they care about are you the person that can help me move through and get over this hump or this place where I feel stuck in my life? That is the only thing people care about. They don't care about your products and whether you rebranded it or didn't rebrand it. They want to know, do you have mastery over the things that you teach and can you really help me? So let's press rewind. If we had to start all over again and we had to create a soul business, the first thing that I would do is I would pick an area. When I say pick an area, I refrain from saying like pick your dharma, pick your purpose because these are all things that you like truly cannot pick. They do find you, but I want you to pick 
a niche. And I know that's so triggering for some people. They're like, I don't want to pick a niche. I'm multidimensional. And it's like, yes, babe, I get it. I know human being, me too. Like, I love to do all of the things. And I am a multitude of all of the different aspects that move through my being. But for the purposes of business, you do want to pick an area. And I think this is the place where I see most people... I don't want to say fail, but I feel like most people limit themselves because in the pursuit of not wanting to limit themselves, they create confusion within their business. If people cannot go to your page and clearly see what you do, how you do it, and how you can help them, I promise you, they're going to skip right along. And so I find that a lot of people try to make things too complicated. They try to hide behind their branding. They try to make things almost too fancy where their damn business is a freaking mystery. It's like, wait, what the hell do you do again? Please keep it simple, okay? I'm a solopreneur. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. I help mystical offbeat entrepreneurs start and scale their business. Like, that is it. It's simple. Of course, I do other things. Of course, I talk about money. Of course, I love to do mantras. Of course, I love to do yoga. I live in my van. There's so many other things. But for the sake of your business, please, human beings, just pick an area. Pick an area. Now, let me take this conversation and extend it and take it further. Let's say you are a Reiki practitioner, you love to ground and teach people how to earth. Let's say you love journaling and meditation and yoga, and there is no way that you can pull apart these modalities. Well, that's a great opportunity for you to create a course that holds all those modalities, but you're still connecting to one specific ideal client. Let me give you an example. My very first offer was called Unleash and Unveil into Harmony. It was $350. Oh my God, holy crap. Oh, Jesus, I have come such a long way. And it was six weeks and it helped stressed out corporate burnout human beings at truly didn't have the time to go within, right? And so they were more concerned about climbing the corporate ladder than they were about their health and their well-being. So at that time, I actually created a course that brought in yoga, brought in meditation. They did this weekly. I gave them affirmations daily. I gave them community and journal prompts. That was the way I was able to house all of those beautiful modalities into one. And so ask yourself, if you can't pick an area, is there a place and are you willing to bring all of them together, merge them under one umbrella, whether it's group coaching, whether it's one-on-one. -on -one. But I think the thing that gets tricky here is, is that you want to make sure that you are targeting and connecting that to one specific person. Because if you say, you know, I have yoga, I have meditation, I have Reiki, that can be for a multitude of different people. And so the ways that I was able to connect it was by saying, if you're stressed out, if you feel stuck, if you feel burnt out with your life, if you feel like you're on the hamster wheel and every single day feels like Groundhog's Day, if you feel like you want more to life, check out Unleash and Unveil into Harmony. And then once they were in that, I gave them the tools that I had, which was yoga, meditation, grounding, journaling, connecting to the energetic cosmic field. That was able to get them to the transformation. But notice how I didn't sell the yoga or I didn't sell the meditation it was a package okay moving right along the second part when it comes to starting your soul business is I want you to pick your platform I want you to pick one platform that you are going to focus on there's so much overwhelm that's happening with TikTok Instagram blogging Pinterest like there's so much information and you don't have to do all of them it has taken me three and a half years to get on YouTube and so that just goes to show you that 
You don't have to do all of the things. Human beings, please remember that you can do anything, but you can't do everything at the same time. And so for me, I picked Instagram. I think it was the easiest at that time. It was just basically a photo dump. It has now evolved so much with video content and reels, but at the time it was so easy for me to just photo dump and story tell where I was at on my journey. And so pick one platform and go all in. Stop trying to build on multiple platforms. I know that some gurus might tell you to do this, but in the beginning, it's going to cause you to have overwhelm and it's going to cause you to shut down. And a wise mentor told me one time, the thing that works is the thing that you actually do consistently. And so if you cannot consistently be on 25 apps, please do not start building your business on 25 apps. I need you to focus on one. And I don't need you to do anything, but it would be in your best interest to focus on one. Once you focus on one and you got the hang of it then you can do a repurposing strategy you can take those reels and post them on tiktok you can take those tiktok videos and repost them on pinterest you can take those videos that you post on pinterest and you can repost them on shorts on youtube you see how complicated that is imagine if you had to do that when you had to start <sighs> let's woosa hell no you would never start so step number two is pick your platform go all in I always get this question of what does go all in mean? How many times should I post? I can't answer that for you because you have to identify how much energy you have. I'm a Sagittarius, okay? I have five placements in fire. I have a lot of fire. I can kind of keep going. And so I know that I have a lot of energy to sustain myself. You got to figure out where is your energy center. I often also attract a lot of projectors and it's not that they don't have a lot of energy it's just they're very protective with their energy and so really take the time to get to know yourself and this is why step number one identifying your soul business and you being on this soul journey of the inward experience is so so important so that you don't get confused with what should i do what should i not do okay pick your platform go all in at the beginning my all in was posting two to three times a week but there were two to three posts that I felt were literally extracted from my soul. They were so personal, they were so vulnerable. I both shared testimonials, I both shared my journey, my personal journey that I was on, all of the shit that I was moving through, divorce, moving, uh, living in a tiny home, being in a new relationship, traveling around the world. And also I shared the real behind the scenes of what it looked like to start my soul business. I also shared my wins. I still remember the first time I created a thousand dollars in my business i was so excited i still remember that i sold out my retreat with eight people that was only five hundred dollars and when i say only it's just because we've grown so much you know it's just so beautiful to see where i started um it is truly a hero's journey and i celebrated that you know one of the hardest things that i have to teach a lot of our students in all of the programs is how to celebrate ourselves i think there is this um negative connotation that we believe celebrating ourselves means that we're stuck up or celebrating ourselves means that we're boasting and it's like no celebrating ourselves is so beautiful it is an act of self-love it is the revolution that we get to say yeah i did that and i'm so proud of myself it is the opportunity that you get to celebrate your inner being and say i see you great job amazing look at what you did look at what we did together we did this and so Step number two is pick your motherfucking platform. Number three, oh God, humans, I'm just taking a sigh of breath of just like gratitude, just like 
you know, recording this at the ocean um, in my bikini with sunglasses and a baseball hat. And it's just really allowing me to sink deeper into the message. And so thank you all for just being here and for constantly tuning in. This podcast has completely just changed my life and has changed so many other people's lives. And I'm realizing this in this moment that the reason why our work is so important is because we get to be the first. And so often we say, I wish this thing was out there for me so I can follow the steps. But the truth is, is that most of us are not meant to follow. Most of us are meant to lead. So the third thing is to pick your style. And this is what got me so emotional because I wish somebody would have helped me pick my style. And when I say my style, my style of sharing, my style of coming up with a program, my style of sharing my content with so many different styles from quotes to reels to aesthetically pleasing uh, platforms. I wish I would have understood more my energy center and figuring out what is my style of showing up and understanding that there are going to be times where I really love and admire the way other people do it, but that doesn't mean that that's the way I need to do it. And so my style is the one that feels good for me. I can tell you that my style is looking straight into the camera and just talking my shit. Like that is my style. I can't be too concerned with changing outfits and having beautiful jump cuts. And actually in the beginning of my business, if you scroll all the way back, I did spend a lot of time doing that. And then I realized like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like my business. Why Why is this happening? And I realized it wasn't that I didn't like my business. I loved my business. I love helping people. It's just that the style that I was using to share that content wasn't in alignment with my spirit. And so my inner being was fighting with myself and it was trying to get my attention. And so, so often our business problems aren't business problems at all. They're personal problems. And they're problems that come up when we fall out of alignment with what feels natural to us, the natural rhythm, even tuning into the ocean behind us, right? The ocean has a natural rhythm. It has a rhythm to it. And so your spirit and your business has a rhythm to it. And so merging your spirit and your soul business requires you to find that rhythm. It requires you to find that dance between the two. Speaking of spirit, Two other things that I want to share with you that is going to help you on your steps to creating your soul business and how to start your soul business, all right? So we got one, pick your area of expertise, right? Pick the thing that you want to share, whether it's healing, whether it's how to start a a business, uh, what is it that you do? Two, pick your platform. And so really hone in and really dial in on the platform that you're going to use. Number three, pick your style. I have clients who just do quotes and their platforms completely blow up and so it doesn't matter i have clients who just do reels i have clients who just do pictures and so picking your style and the ways that you want to show that is super important the next thing is to connect to the spirit of your business let's take a step back right when we talk about building a soul business we are talking about the spirit of all things everything has a spirit every single thing even the things that are not moving have a spirit everything has a spirit you have a spirit Everything has an energetic imprint. And so your soul business also has a spirit. And so take time through meditation to connect to the spirit of your business and ask your business, 
in meditation or on a mindful walk or to yourself, how do you want to be expressed? How do you want to show up in the world? What is the spirit of this business? Furthermore, what is the spirit of this offer? You know, I've been doing this with my book that I'm writing, right? Talking to my book, talking to the chapter. What is the spirit of this book? What do you want to do? How important and why is it that I am doing this? Stop focusing on the how and connect to the why, which is the last thing, right? So we have pick your area, we have pick your platform, we have pick your style, we have connect to the spirit of your business. And lastly, connect to the why and not the how. And I wish oh, somebody would have told me that a long time ago, because in the beginning, I just connected with how am I going to get this out there? How am I going to attract more clients? How am I going to even share the message that is in my heart in a way that feels authentic and not salesy. How am I going to close intuitive sales without feeling like I'm pushing this down someone's throat? That is the last thing that I want to do. How can I be in integrity to the yoga philosophy that has been passed down to me from my teachers? How can I be in that wisdom that also has been connected and filtered down to me, through me, right? Through opening up my channels. And I was focusing on the wrong thing, human. I shouldn't have been focusing on the how. I should have been focusing on the why. Why is this even important to me? I should have been connecting to my intention. You see, when we connect to the intention of what we do in everything, when you connect to the why of what we do, you are sending a rocket of desire into the universe. And just feel into what that feels like. Doesn't it feel expansive? Doesn't it feel exciting that you, know, you are signaling to the universe that you have something to say? Not only do you have something to say, there's something important that wants to be expressed through you. Remember that you are the vessel that is allowing information to run its course and run and be expressed through you. And so that is so important. And that's why you want to connect to the why and the intention. I always think about you know, a seed that's being planted into the earth. It has to go into the shadows. It has to go and be in that dirt to grow, right? And when you connect to the intention, it's the opposite. You are shooting out an energetic ball into the universe that does the same thing, right? It has this cosmic imprint, this DNA, this potent information within it that as you slingshot back this intention into the universe, you're giving it the opportunity to be expressed, to be lived, to be felt. And so, yes, it's so important for you to do that and not connect to the how, because let's just see how that feels, right? Let's see how the field of the how feels. Okay, how do I do this? How do I start my business? What's the one, two, three step? Melissa, I already forgot step one. How do you do this? I can't do this. How? I need the how. When you start to manifest from the how field, it has this scarcity fear energy. Let's just feel into what that feels like. How do I start my business? What's the one, two, three step? How do I know if I'm in alignment or not in alignment? How do I figure out where do I find my soulmate client? Notice how that feels. That feels dense. It feels like I want to close my shoulders. It feels like I want to withdraw. It feels like I want to contract because all of the things in the how have to do with prediction. All of the things in the how feel like I don't trust. I don't trust myself. I don't trust the universe. So I need to know how. I need to put all 
all of my brain power and I need to rock my brain to figure out the how because I know if I figure out the how, then I will get closer to the destination. And when every time you do that, you actually get further and further away because the universe loves to deliver messages to people who are listening into the whispers of the universe and the cosmos. The universe loves to give and expand the beings that are in that surrendering, that are in that receiving mode, that are trusting that every step that they take, a rock is going to appear and that they are going to be held and they're going to be caught. You know why it's so important to trust the universe? Because when you trust the universe, what you're actually doing is you're trusting yourself. When you tell the universe, I'm being held and guided by you, what you're actually saying to your own inner being and your own spirit is, I'm being trusted and held and being guided by you, my inner being, my lighthouse, my cosmic wisdom, my inner light. And so you merge that, you merge the human experience, you merge the quantum self, the highest self, and you step forward into your soul business. That is how you start your soul business. By number one, having that inward experience and being on that journey of curiosity. Curiosity of the self, curiosity of the inner being, curiosity to life, curiosity to the animals, to the plant beings, to the crystal beings, to all of the beings that live around you, to life itself. It requires you to be open to that miracle. Then it requires you to define how do you fit in that spiritual business vortex by picking an area of expertise, picking a platform, picking your style and how that wants to be expressed, connecting to the spirits of that business and always and forever it doesn't matter where you are it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or zillionaire always connect to the why why are you doing what you do every single day and not the how that is the one thing that keeps me going time and time again it's not the freaking how how do i become a seven-figure entrepreneur how do i become an eight-figure entrepreneur nobody gives a shit why why is that important to you melissa why connect to that intention and that is how you will forever be in alignment with your soul business. Human beings, I love you so much. I cannot wait for the next episode. If you felt this message, screenshot it, tag us at I am Melissa Ruiz at Waking Up With Melissa. Humans, if you've been liking this conversation and you wanna take this a step further, I have a free mystic class. It's called The Field. It's actually, I'm going to teach you how to tap into that field. I'm going to teach you how when you see other people that feel like they got it, I'm gonna show you what they're doing because I know what they're doing because it's what I'm doing. They're tapping into this cosmic field. You can go to IamMelissaRuiz.com forward slash the dash field and that is how you're able to connect and come into that free container you can also go to i am melissa ruiz to check out the deeds namaste humans and see you inside of the next episode breathe